Here atop the public feed is my final roundup of clips from my Patreon shows. So in this case, these are all from one episode, my grand finale, episode 100 of my Patreon podcast, which ran from 2018 to 2023, had 12 films in focus. One of these is actually sampled on my Twin Peaks cinema feed, since it was a film I was comparing directly and extensively to Twin Peaks. Of course, links are in the show notes to this particular episode where you can listen to all of this material. This finale for the whole podcast uh, also doubled as a finale for the Decade series that I discussed in my last uh, Patreon Clips lineup uh, earlier on the feed. So I covered a bunch of films from the 2010s. Uh, to start with, I had a conversation with Riley McDonald on The Lighthouse. One of the guys is a lot crazier than the other one, and he's not doing any of the work. <laughs> That's an interesting point. Yeah. The character who isn't having like psychedelic visions may actually be the crazy or who, you know, whose psychedelic visions we don't see may actually be the crazier one. His behavior is consistently, I think, the much more erratic one. Like he's he's freaking picking fights. Yeah. And he's getting fucking pissed about the lobster and he's getting pissed about all kinds of things and insisting on the drink and doing these weird rules. He has no chill, you know, whereas <laughs> Patterson is just, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. He's just trying to, he's kind of pathetic. He's just trying to like work his job. I also covered the film, The Master. So much of the latter part of the film deals with uh, this relationship between the two that is really a mismatch. Like Freddie has no real place in this organization. The point of uh, this uh, you know, quasi-religion, which is called the cause in the movie, is uh, a sense of control, a sense of order, a sense of, uh, you know, making some sort of disciplinary, um, submissive kind of uh, relationship with Lancaster Dodd. Uh, all the people who follow him in this film, you know, they, they kind of understand their place, even the ones who clearly don't quite believe it, like his his son, played by Jesse Plemons, uh, has some comment where he's like, ah, he's making this up as he goes along. And I discussed the Florida Project. This was like a really interesting um, look through many aspects of the film because it's just a general thread. They talk about different parts, like sort of questioning certain things that happen, whether certain parts of it worked or not, their own experiences, how that compares to what's shown in the film. And and I, I just thought that was an interesting way to kind of conclude after watching the films, he hearing these thoughts from other people. It, it does seem like the kind of film where you would have like a group discussion afterwards, um, not even a formal one necessarily, just people out in like the lobby or something or, you know, after screening, all just talking with each other about, Jay, what did you think of this and that? Um, it came out in 2017 and it feels like it already almost kind of feels like a time capsule in a few ways. And finally, I wanted to wrap up my 2010s coverage with films that ranked highly on a critics list. So they shoot pictures, don't they? Collates a list and the highest ranked films that I hadn't seen before um, based on, you know, critical acclaim, top 10 lists, greatest of all time lists, etc. Uh, included Uncle Boon Me, who can recall his past lives. So much of the film is about the past about looking back, about reflection, about memory, about um, karma, of course. But there's this just beautiful moment in the in the uh, in the movie near the end, where 
the son and the mother stand up from the bed. She says, come on, let's go. Uh, he's, one of them says, let's go get something to eat. And then he turns back to look at the TV and he gasps and he sees himself sitting there with the mother, with I think it's the sister as well, uh, watching TV. And it's like a very mundane thing, but it's this alternate path. It's we could stay and just watch the TV, you know, and just that little subtle moment is so potent. Another acclaimed film I hadn't covered or actually even seen before was Tony Erdman. And you get the sense with him, and I've seen interviews with with Martinade where she kind of talks about this, this idea that he's part of this like 60s generation where they were rebellious, they were trying to be spontaneous and live freely, and it didn't really get passed down to their kids who felt a little lost and maybe clinged more to like sort of a new uh, institutional approach. So... I commented on Twitter after I saw this movie. I like to imagine that this is what the relationship between Pete Buttigieg and his dad was like, because his dad was a Marxist academic who was like friends with Cornell West and all this stuff. And Pete Buttigieg is obviously like an extremely uptight hyper-capitalist. Like he actually works for McKinsey, a consulting firm similar to the one in the movie, which actually gets name dropped at the end of Tony Erdman. Another acclaimed film I hadn't seen was The Turin Horse. Bellatar has talked about this film and kind of made the point that it's not, I think he says, like, he doesn't see it as uh, really doing anything other than just saying, here is how people live. Like, this is, you know, their, this is kind of the common experience and so forth. And there's a fascinating sequence where a character comes into the cottage uh, the only other character in the film. Uh, well, no, there are some gypsies who come by that the, the homeowner gets uh, upset with. But uh, no, this guy comes in to get some whiskey or something like that, some some spirits. And uh, he rambles on and on with this whole sort of philosophical tirade that kind of comes close to some of the things Nietzsche said. I had not seen or discussed Amor, so this was the fourth of the films I covered for this section. His reputation kind of precedes him, I guess. Um, I would say that's. I think he seems... Uh, pretty sincere. I watched the behind the scenes special on this, the documentary about the making of it. And he talks about how it's sort of based on experience of watching his aunt uh, slowly die from a kind of uh, degenerative uh, illness. And uh, yeah, I, I think whatever games he likes to play, this is his at least attempt to uh, present something fairly straightforwardly and and earnestly as uh, an emotional experience. And I reviewed Moonlight, which I also hadn't seen or discussed before. He is bullied uh, even worse than he was as a little kid by Terrell, who's like kind of terrorizing him. There's a great scene uh, between Terrell and another character who I'll get to in a second uh, where he's like talking about it. It's, it's, it perfectly captures this dynamic of like the social pecking order in school in a way that I feel like doesn't always come across in movies where the bullies kind of come across as very like ham handed. This is definitely a sort of a one note character in a way, but like, I, I really like the performance Patrick DeSeal who plays him. Uh, I thought did a good job kind of, uh, getting this nuance, right. And finally, I, discussed the film The Act of Killing, the documentary that was uh, highly ranked on a more recent version of this list. So I uh, 
kind of included it at the last minute, and it was one of the longest of these reviews. Point being that their justification is like, hey, every man for himself in this society, I understand how power works. I understand that you have to suck up to the people in power. You got to serve them. You do what you got to do. And that itself is like machismo and agency that, that, that you earn by basically being obedient to other people uh, above you and uh, betraying the people around you. But, you know, they rationalize it in a different way. And there's incredible dialogue in this film where a politician is sitting next to Anwar Congo and he says, you know, they're talking about the meaning of gangster and it comes, the, the Indonesian word for it uh, translates to free man. And they're like, yes, a gangster is a free man. And then to conclude this podcast episode and the podcast generally, I covered two films from the 2020s. The first being Avatar, The Way of Water. We destroy this whole entire uh, creature, this whole large living thing organism for this one little substance. And it's really a microcosm, of course, of what they're doing to this whole planet. And so my point being, though, there are people all over the planet doing these different things. I, I love the fact that this film, I think, even more than the first one, where they were just like, let's get the unobtainium, which was <laughs> the funniest name for a MacGuffin ever. But it was like, you know, this... The, it was a very boiled down in this film. There's like more of a sprawling, uh, certainly a sprawling ecosystem. Cause we discover this other area when uh, Jake and his family leave the, 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 the forest to live uh, near to the, uh, to the water in this sort of wetlands area. And finally the Fablemans. I miss that thing that I think the Fablemans brings more to the fore, that that kind of rooting in the everyday and a recognizable world that is then sort of mythologized beyond that. And this is a very different film in 2022 than it would have been in 2002, let alone, you know, earlier than that. I think there'd be more of a feeling of when the young Sammy rushes off into the back lot at the end, it's like, here we are, this brings us to the present, but now... We watch it, you know, 55 years, more, nearly 60 years after that moment is set. And it's like, well, this brings us to where we were. And now that's over, too. Like the end of the film is the beginning of something which has ended as well. So you can hear all of this on Patreon.com slash Lost in the Movies for a dollar a month. Not just this, but much more. You can hear samples of that on the other Patreon previews, also on my Twin Peaks cinema feed and uh, there's much more as well politics uh, podcast recommendations listener feedback just a lot of different topics over the years film capsules as well shorter uh, responses to various films and tv shows there's like a whole buried treasure there this is just you know to mix metaphors the tip of the iceberg so thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed the public feed i hope you check out the patron episodes and I hope you check out all my other work, which is ongoing at lostinthemovies.com.